Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bursting the Bubble podcast. My name is Pramit, joined by Andy, Ishis, and Rohit. And uh, it was a sad weekend of football this past weekend. We had, uh, how many injuries? We had probably like... All of them. All the injuries. Seems like one every five minutes, man. Every five minutes. You get a new notification. I I actually just came out of the MRI machine. I have a sprained MCL. I'm out Mm. for four to six weeks. Mm. Too closely associated with the Niners. Slipped on some uh, water in the yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> my, my floor is just too sticky. <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. It, we had some really good games, but I feel like the story of this last week was just everyone got hurt. Um, some key names from the Niners. We got Nick Bosa with the ACL. He's out for the season. Out for the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jimmy humongous. G. Yeah, that's huge. Jimmy G is he sprained week his week. He's yeah, he sprained an ankle. It's a high ankle, ankle sprain. Okay. It's, it's what Patrick Mahomes had last year, if you guys remember, in week one. He kind of played yeah. through it. Uh, I don't want Jimmy G to play through it, especially because he's going back to that fucking field. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he should be week to week. I'd say he's coming back week four. All right, and we got Raheem Mostert. He sprained his MCL, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he'll be out for a couple weeks. Saquon. Uh, ACL. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, season. Rest in peace yeah. to all my fantasy teams. It's just yeah. such a shame, though. Not only fantasy, like he's just yeah, he's so fun such to a watch. Fun player to watch. And yeah, I feel like I haven't gotten year. to watch. Like even last year, he didn't look that fun. Like he had a couple of plays where he just like, he got hurt last year too, dirt, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like I, I haven't seen Peak Saquon since his rookie year, which rookie is a year. shame. Yeah. yeah, the ultimate home run hitter in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah. I think, Raheem, uh, Raheem Mostert is the ultimate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> even Raheem. Are you yeah. kidding me? Uh, Saquon is gone for the year. Drew Locke also hurt his shoulder, I think. He's out yeah. for a couple of weeks. Cortland Sutton is out for the year. And that's, so that's just gonna... I think I think that's just a destruction for that team, right? That, yeah, that's, that's the end that's, of their that's chances. Yeah. That's it. It smells Those are like two uh, primary offense weapons gone. And this uh, smells and what like, uh, to be a decent year. Yeah, yeah. the 2018 49ers when Jimmy Garoppolo was coming off that 5 and 0 star and then he tore his ACL. That's what this team kind of feels like cuz this was like picked to be the nice sleeper team in the AFC, but now their year is derailed by injuries to so not only these two but also Von Miller. So yeah, Von they just got to wait another year. Yeah. Oh, what um, happened to him? Von Miller oh, tore his ACL like the or like Achilles or oh, something. Oh, right. Before before the season. Before the season. Oh man, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. In terms of replacement, uh, the Giants just signed Devontae Freeman. Yeah, that's uh, no replacement. <laughs> Come on, man. The Broncos have uh, gotten an upgraded quarterback with Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Oh yes, these are such sad signings, dude. You know, these are just signings to like make sure fans don't leave the stadium. Like, <laughs> what fans? There are no fans in this. What, what fans are going to the stadium at this point? Oh, I mean, like watching the games. Was the same thing. Tell me, Blake yeah, Bortles yeah. is going to get ratings? Actually, probably for the other team. No, it's like, just like yeah. it's no. You have to like at least show like you're trying, because then like the commission will probably be up in their ass. <laughs> I, I agree with the oh. Blake Bortles bringing in other fans. That'd be <laughs> great to watch when your defense is playing Blake Bortles. Yep. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, speaking of one-two punches at the quarterback, uh, the running back position, he got uh, ankle injury. He's going to be out four to six weeks. Uh, Michael Thomas is still hurt. He got also, hurt week one. Also, similar injury. I think him, Jimmy yeah. G, and CMC all have high ankle sprains. Yeah, and that's like the worst one because they always, whenever someone gets a high ankle sprain, I feel like they always come back too early, and then yeah, they aren't the same player. player. Yeah. yeah, I mean, last year, Mahomes uh, dislocated his kneecap after coming back. Same leg, so yeah. you never know. Same thing happened with Kamara uh, and Saquon last year. So hopefully this isn't 
terrible news for McCaffrey and MT. And Devontae Adams also hurt his hamstring, but I think he's okay. I don't know. Yeah, he'll be not fine. as serious as these guys, but yeah, it was destruction everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. There was like even like other defensive players. Bruce Irvin comes to mind. He's out for the season for the Seahawks. Solomon Thomas. Yeah. Um, offensive lineman. See, this lack of preseason was rough. Yeah, I, I mean, um, that's the main in thing. Terms, yeah, in terms of injuries, I feel like if this is pretty much unprecedented these many injuries in the first two weeks. Um, but yeah. if any year it would happen, it would probably be this year, considering no preseason, you know, shortened training camp, shortened off season. So no I mean, time to condition and stuff and get, yeah. get your body all ready. So, yeah. yeah. I kind of wish that they, I mean, now it's hindsight, but I do wish they played the preseason now. Um, if Even if they pushed the, the actual season forward or pushed it back a little bit to fit in like two preseason games or something, if not a whole preseason. Yeah, but the players, ironically, they don't want that either, you know. Yeah, because they don't. They want to just get the game. game they'd checked. rather, like, honestly, they'd rather get hurt in the real game than in yeah, the preseason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all these injuries really sucks, but I mean, we had some good games too. So we can start off with the Thursday night game. The Bengals played the Browns, uh, and the Browns won this one pretty handily. It looked like a good game from Baker, which was a nice improvement from last week. Uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both had huge games. Chunt. Uh, both, yeah, chunt. <laughs> chunt. Uh, Tyler Boyd had some garbage time touchdowns. Odell Beckham had the long touchdown, which Rohit was very happy to see. Yeah. Um, but about I mean, time. yeah, it's about time. But Baker looked much better. Granted, he was playing a much worse defense, but I don't know. It's good for his confidence, I guess. I don't know. We'll see if he can I continue. Like, I'd like to see their new coach, Kevin Stefanski, kind of dial up some play action stuff. Uh, it simplifies the heck out of the defense for the quarterbacks, like Baker. Um, it worked to great, I mean, success with Kirk Cousins, the play action. They obviously had the rushing attack to back it up. So uh, look, look for a lot more play action. Dude, you remember the play last year with Stefan Diggs against the Eagles? I think. Yeah, and he, and he just snatched the ball like he's he like. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. that like that play reminded me a lot yeah, of the yeah. Odo one. I, it was I like totally pretty much identical. Yeah, but that was such a wet catch by Stefan yeah, Diggs. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Um, yeah. In terms of the Browns, I this was definitely a must win for them because if they lost this one, they lost the Bengals. Dude, it's over. It would have been over. Yeah, they would have probably blown yeah, it. I mean, like, we expect yeah. them to lose to the Ravens, right? That's fine. You're allowed yeah. to lose. They look yeah. really bad, but you're allowed to lose. So, but like when. But your job as a middling team is to just smack lower teams. Yeah. Because, yeah, gain that confidence early season, you know, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I want to briefly talk about Joe Burrow and that offense. Yes. He yes. Uh, he attempted 61. 61 passes. Passes. My God. What? My uh, that's God. unheard of. Did he, did I, he crack 300? Did he crack 300, by the way? Yeah, yeah. He was 37 for 61, 316 yards and three touchdowns. So, I mean, he, he did a good job out there. I mean, he looks good. Like he's he's looked good in both games that he's played. Uh, he yeah. looked better in this game than he did against the Chargers, which is all you can ask for, right? As yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, he's probably riding the momentum of that like last fourth quarter drive that he had. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he seems to be targeting AJ Green a lot, but it doesn't really seem like a lot of those passes are catchable. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's I I feel like he has he's been spreading the ball out a lot, and he looks pretty comfortable in there, so it's pretty good. All right, let's move on to the Giants and the Bears. We talked about that brutal Saquon injury. That's going to, I mean, any chance of the uh, Giants doing anything this season is, uh, it's gone, I think. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
the but Bears, the Bears are two and zero, baby. <laughs> <Mitch> <laughs> <Trubisky>. <laughs> oh my god! David Montgomery had a good game here. Um, he had uh, eighty-two yards, uh, 50, forty-five uh, through the air, and a touchdown. Um, but I mean, it wasn't really much to talk about for this one. I think as soon as Saquon went down, it was just like a sad day. I don't know. At least for me, I stopped caring at all about that game. You're like, wait, now I have absolutely no reason to watch have, the Giants. No reason to watch this at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that Devontae Freeman signing is, I don't think it's going to do anything. Yeah, if Saquon yeah, was getting yeah, negative yeah. eight yards against yeah. the Steelers, like Devontae Freeman is going to get like negative 20. All right. So. Yeah. Absolute yeah. value looking pretty good, but in general, not that great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, they did play the Steelers and the Bears defense, two good defenses, but. Hey, they got the know. Niners. They got the, the weak ass Niners coming Niners up. Niners coming so. up. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe Wayne Gallman can uh, make some make some noise. Dion Lewis. Yeah. Oh man, what a horrible, horrible, horrible backfield. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Lions and <laughs> the Packers here. Uh, the Packers won this forty-two to twenty-one. Um, it was never Aaron close. Jones. Honestly, yeah, it was not close. Well, I mean, the the, uh, the Lions were actually up at one point. Yeah, they were up. The, they scored on their first three tries. Just, I mean, but so did the Packers. The Packers kept scoring, and the Lions stopped scoring because they yeah. thought they could take their foot off the gas. But Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron had Jones said no. Nah. He said yeah. not to the Lions, and he said not to my fantasy team, as he <laughs> single-handedly handed me a loss with forty-three yeah. fantasy points. He had a uh, two hundred twenty or. Yeah, 236 total yards and three touchdowns. It's kind of a lot. Um, it's too much, dude. Relax. It's, it's a little bit too much. A little bit too much. He, he always has these classic just blow-up games. I remember he had a couple of those last yeah. year, too. I think he yeah. has the most 40-point fantasy games in the yeah. past uh, like two I, I'm not surprised, yet. yeah. He has three, dude. Or, no, he had, well, he had a 38-point game before, which is basically... Okay. Close enough, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like we talked about this last um, podcast about... The game script for the Packers is kind of diverse. Like they don't always have to throw the ball, so yeah. this really isn't a knock on Aaron Rodgers at all. I mean, they have both a running game and a passing game, so yeah, I feel like good. it was yeah. yeah, it was working for them. So they went through with it, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this reminded me of like the Packers games from last year, where they were able to beat people handily, where they didn't really rely on Aaron Rodgers at all last year, and it all went through Aaron Jones. And the exact same thing happened today, and they literally doubled the Lions' score. So. Yeah. The team looks. I think it looks way better. May, uh, that might just be biased because we saw how good Aaron Rodgers was in Week One, and then now we're seeing how good Aaron Jones is in Week Two. So I mean, we'll see if Devontae's out for next week. Then uh, it might be an interesting matchup that we will talk about later mm-hmm. yeah. um, between the Saints and the Packers. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a good showing from the Packers. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. We got the Jags and the Titans. Wait, this wasn't Thursday night? (laughs) Yeah, for real. This was high scoring, man. This is way more high scoring than I thought it would be. Great game. Yeah. Tennessee won this 33-30. to Um, Tannehill had a great game. So did Minshew, in my opinion. Dude, are these guys good? I don't know. I think Minshew's really good. I I think they are good. No, Minshew definitely is good. These teams are, like, actually good, which is great to see. Uh, James Robinson has been, like, the guy in Jacksonville, and he's put up numbers... Uh, put it up again. Scored his first touchdown this week. Yep. Uh, Jonu Smith, two touchdowns as a tight end. And Steven Goskowski hit a 50-yarder and a 40-yarder. Just great. Ice in his veins, baby. Wonderful. I think uh, he missed another extra point he, he this, this week. Point. Dude, he, <laughs> he used to miss extra points on the Pats all the time, so I feel like I've gotten used to that. 
but uh, he'll right. make a long field goal. So it's so yeah. weird. He's clutch. That's all yeah. you need. Yep, exactly. Um, but I mean, like this was a pretty solid game, um, back and forth through, all the way throughout. Derrick Henry has not been doing any much for this team. I think like the past couple of games, not as much as I thought he would be. No, but I mean, I mean, his job is also to open up the passing game because like if people just put too many people in the box, then that will and Tannehill had a great game, you know. So yeah, he should definitely get credit for that. Um, I I honestly believe that he might just be a second half of the season type of player, man. Like <laughs> yeah, what's I, everyone? It happened every year. So yeah, we, we've been talking about this too. Yeah, everyone gets tired. Derrick Henry does not get tired. Derrick Henry runs over everyone. Simple game plan. Simple game plan. I mean, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, but uh, in 2018, when he went crazy the second half of the season, he didn't score a touchdown until week seven. So yeah. we'll see. We can he can uh, he can be putting up numbers without touchdowns. I um, have the. Yeah, I mean, the he Titans, got, like the Titans are looking real good right now. They're in nice position at the AFC South. I think the the Texans aren't looking good at all. They could yeah. run away with this division. Especially okay. because they're not playing the top of the each conference. The Texans have to play the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Patriots, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the the Titans will be playing the second team in all the AFC divisions, so I think they'll be mm. much better off. That's a good point. I didn't think of that at all. I mean, how is their schedule later on though? Like, I feel like eventually they have to. I play mean, but they, all, it doesn't matter. The, the 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 Texans have to play the Chiefs and the Ravens, and these guys. The get Titans. To play. The Titans are not playing too many like really really good teams. Exactly. Uh, they're right. playing the Steelers later. Uh, they're playing the Ravens and then the Packers. So those are the, really the only three like really really good contending teams that they're playing. Un- unlike the like schedule of the Ravens, or sorry, the schedule of the Texans, like Rose just mentioned, already playing the Chiefs and the Ravens. So um, it's it looks like a really good schedule from here on out. So what you're telling me is Deshaun Watson is making it harder for the Texans to win games. I'm telling you that because the Texans were able <laughs> to win the AFC South, and the AFC South is so much worse than the top of every other division, they're a little screwed, yeah. No, but like they're getting these games because of... I feel like the schedule is set that way to make exciting no, no, games. No, that, that's not how the schedule works. The top team in each division plays... like if, if they're not playing the entire division, the number one seed in the AFC South will play the number one seed in other AFC oh, divisions. Okay. That's why they're playing oh, the that, Chiefs, and that's why they're playing the Ravens. It has nothing to do with like the matchups or anything. This is oh, okay. This is just inter AFC. It's I like think the, the I yeah, think the okay. NFL gives you like they give one matchup interesting. Yeah, uh, that's that's not this for schedule. It's not that though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Titans are looking good. Yeah, and it's I think that also comes down to the Colts being underwhelming. I thought they would be much better than they are. I expected them to be this much. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's, look it's who they have a quarterback. It's, it's only been it's only been two games, but yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Colts a little bit. Later. Yeah, we will. Uh, but before we talk about the Colts, let's talk about the Falcons <laughs> and the Cowboys. This is a stupid game, dude. This, is stupid. <laughs> this game was fantastic for fantasy, though. Yeah, this, this is, is a... the funniest and the stupidest game I've ever seen in yeah. my entire life. Oh so, my lord! The Cowboys won this forty to thirty nine. Prescott went off. He had. Three rushing touchdowns, 450 passing yards. Um, Zeke had a touchdown. Calvin Ridley had two touchdowns. As yes, sir. Does, as he does. Uh, CD Lamb read, led the Cowboys in receiving this uh, this week. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amari Cooper had a solid game. Russell Gage had another solid game. He almost threw a touchdown. The new Muhammad Sanu, but Julio oh, yeah. Jones. Julio oh, Jones. Oh, what? He also pulled. Up, I think he pulled his hamstring. I think he pulled play. his hamstring or something. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's the excuse I'm giving him. But we haven't talked Julio. about Greg Zerline yet. We like, have. What I, we have not. 
both the kick in this game, dude. Young Wei Ku had hella fantasy points this week. And yeah, Greg Zerline had a clutch kick from 46 yards, I think. And and the and a crazy and, and the game winning kick. I mean the helicopter. Yeah. It was just, such an onside kick. I've never seen an onside kick that spun on the ground like a Beyblade like that. I've seen yeah, that, I've seen real. that I've seen that kick, but just not go past ten yards and the the, it the, the other it was, it, yeah. It reminded me Dude, of it was like curling. a perfect curve. Um, I, I think the analogy the announcers drew during the game was like a like in baseball when you have like a foul or a ball like curving back in fair. Yeah, it, it looked exactly like that. Yeah. and wow, what a kick! But like yeah, honestly, the Falcons doing? Doing, more though. stupid on the Falcons than good job yeah, on the no, Cowboys. For sure, honestly, the whole for game sure, for sure. Yeah. The Falcons just continue to be an embarrassment, and they're not going to contend for the playoffs. <laughs> and Dan Quinn should get fired. That's it. I feel so bad for Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, dude. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. Julio didn't really do too much this game, but it's yeah, like, dude, Matt Ryan, what else can he do? Like, Matt it's Ryan not even his fault. Doing everything, dude. He had four <laughs> touchdowns today, two hundred seventy-three yards. Like, he's he's playing really well. He's like and Dame Lillard. It's a li- yeah. It's literally this is well. I don't think the Blazers choke as much as the Falcons. Man. Okay, I'm just saying, like one offensive guy, one guy just carrying his team. It's just sad. Yeah, yeah an interesting statistic. Um. For teams that scored 39 points and no turnovers, previously they've gone 440 and zero. And the Falcons <laughs> are the first team to lose. <laughs> 440 and zero? Yeah. Where it's, did these guys come up with stats like this? That's I have no idea. I mean, it's kind of like an obvious stat. If you score 39 points, have no giveaways, and have three plus takeaways of your own, you're probably going to win the game. Any had, decent <laughs> team would have won this game. They had Any three team... takeaways in the first quarter. Any yeah. team that knows the onside kick rules would have won this game, dude. No, I mean, I think they were just scared, like that they were gonna mess it up. Because, yeah. like, the good thing about it, like in this dude, scenario, there is no excuse in this case, bro. No excuse. I, 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 yeah, I understand, but like, there have been inc- instances where players have gone to get it and they've like missed it, and then sure. and then everyone points fingers at them and they're like, "Oh, did you mess it up?" Yeah, like that Packers linebacker. Uh, yeah, I know. I exactly think it was against the Seahawks. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I remember that. But uh, this was like. Way easier, like it was on the ground. You just had to dive on. I, I, no, don't I know think, like, doing. usually what they do is they have one guy who's like the designated guy to pick up the onside, yeah, and everyone yeah. else just like blocks. Right? So, once they saw that, I think, like, in the moment, they probably just shit their pants and just didn't realize yeah. what was going on. It's, I, I can, I, I understood the hesitation at first, but like, that doesn't make it okay. I think, like, come yeah. on, you have to. I, I understand the, the hesitation at like in the moment, you're like, oh, oh, do I really pick this up? What if I fumble it? But you have to go for it still. That's the game, you know, dude. Does. That's the game. Yeah. Um, I think props definitely should go to Mike McCarthy. I mean, if Jason Garrett was here, we would, they would definitely not have won this game. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about giving Mike McCarthy props for this win. This is not like I, did, I do not see this as a Cowboys win. I saw it as a Falcons loss. Falcons loss, yeah. This yes, but it's also like the Cowboys should the be odds. the Cowboys should be pretending that they lost this game and be ashamed of themselves, dude. Three turnovers in the first quarter, going down twenty zero. No, but like giving it's up not just a head points. coach. No, but like you also have to rally your team. I mean, they had to score like they scored forty points. I mean, beat the Falcons defense, but like still, like it takes so you have to rally your troops. I mean, like obviously he's not like hella good after this, but I think it's it proves that he's a step up from Garrett, like. Garrett would not. I don't. I don't think this proves anything at all. This just proves how bad the Falcons are. (laughs) (laughs) So are you? Are you? So does this change your opinion on Dak Prescott again at all? Me? No. No. Yeah, Rohit. Because I know Rohit hates Dak. Oh, I hate Dak. I just don't think he's spectacular. I thought he played very well today. Uh, Yeah, he has games where he plays pretty well. 
but again, those games usually come against not very good teams. teams. And surprise, yeah. surprise, what are the Falcons? A not, yeah, very good team. not very good team. So, okay. as I mean, that can keep, you know, beating up on the poor little kid. But <laughs> when it comes to like a big game, if he can show up, then uh, props to him. I mean, so next week is also a big game. We'll talk about that as well against the Seahawks. Another not spectacular defense. Yeah, defense is true. Yeah, defensively. Okay. Yeah, real real quick, I want to talk about like the the trio of uh, wide receivers that the Cowboys have, and like why CD Lamb, why I think CD Lamb is producing. Yeah. So uh, last or so this game, um, I think Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins were both out for the Cowboys offensive line. So. Dak Prescott didn't have nearly the same amount of time he would normally have to throw the ball. And I think that Amari Cooper and Mike, especially Michael Gallup are more, more deep threats than uh, CD lamb. So when you have CD lamb, like creating space in, in the, in the intermediate routes, uh, he's going to get wide open a little bit more often than those two. And I think that's why you see and Amari Cooper's him. like double moves and stuff. Don't have time to develop. That's a yeah, great point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's why I think you see CD lamb eating a bit more right now. But once those two come back, uh, Gallup and Cooper should feast once again. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like both these teams have good receivers. Russell Gage has been really good. Yeah, for no, definitely. Falcons this year. So we'll see. Really, really good offenses. Calvin Ridley, though. You have to be happy about that. Oh, man. I'm so happy, man. Two he's touchdowns played, in, in both of his games. Yeah. The wide receiver won, right? I, he probably is. Overall, probably. Uh, yeah. you, did you see his first touchdown where he ran like a, uh, a post corner and then caught the ball? Yeah, and stretched yeah. The dude, that was so sexy. Exactly. Oh that looked exactly like Julio, Julio Jones' Julio. touchdown <laughs> against the Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. Step, step, balancing on the sideline and then going for the pylon. Like, I need someone to put that side by side because it's so accurate. So you're telling me that the Falcons went from Julio Jones to Julio Jones? I, I think the here. torch might have passed. Yeah, Alabama, <laughs> Alabama receivers. There were three Alabama receivers right here in this game. You had yeah. Amari Cooper, you had Julio, and you had uh, and Calvin Ridley. Wait, I don't even know if Julio was an Alabama receiver. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this kind of one. this is giving me like <laughs> AB. Yeah, this is giving me like AB and Juju vibes, where like yeah. Julio takes a lot of the attention. Stress. Yeah, and like yeah, that's Calvin true. Pitts. Yeah, um, but yeah, we'll see if he can keep it up. I think he he has a he has a uh, matchup with the Bears next week. So no, but it doesn't or, matter. Or like Mike like Evans, Chris Godwin vibes from last year too. Yeah, oh, but yeah. they both eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, well, Julio isn't eating too much right now, but I, I'm I sh- I'm sure that'll that'll change. Yeah, he ate last week, so this week is his week off, and then he'll go back again next week. That's just how it is with Julio. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Vikings and the Colts. This was a. Uh, Bit of a snooze fest compared to that Falcons Cowboys game. Uh, Indy won this twenty-eight to eleven. Kirk Cousins was horrible. He had one hundred and thirteen yards on eleven completions for and three interceptions. Stephon Diggs by himself had more yards than the entire Vikings offense, <laughs> uh, passing God. offense, passing offense. By the way, uh, the Vikings are paying Kirk Cousins $33 million a year. Just just thought I'd put, a, put that out there. That's so rough, dude. It's just a shame when you're paying mediocre quarterbacks that much. I know. And I, th- I thought the Colts' defense played extremely well. Uh, DeForest Buckner had a great game. Always love to see X-Niners do well. He had a safety and then like an absolute insane bull rush where he threw the right guard out of the way and then smacked Kirk Cousins. That was going around the internet. <laughs> This but, was the um, game, yeah. Th- this performance from the Colts defense is what I expected last week against the Jags. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, really good. Um, some standouts from this: uh, Jonathan Taylor is looking really good. Uh, Dalvin Cook as well, uh, and Mo Ali Cox had five yes, passes sir. for 111 yards. Great to see. 
Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the Bills and the Dolphins. Um, this game was also surprisingly close. Uh, Buffalo won this 31-28. to 28. Uh, Josh Allen, again, hell of a game. He had 417 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Stefan Diggs is doing wonders on that team. He had eight catches for 153 yards and a touchdown. Dude, I'm just saying, I knew this was a match made in heaven, bro. I said it yeah, again and again. Just Josh Allen's going to chuck the ball up and Stefan Diggs is going to win the contested catch. And what is he doing? He's just literally exactly. doing that. You, yeah. you actually you convinced me to draft him in, in and yeah yeah I was gonna I draft him if it weren't for you dude, so he was, I appreciate that it looked yeah it's just a match made in heaven and like I just uh, the 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 perfect Josh Allen experience I think was on not the last I think the last scoring drive by the Bills it was like a, a second down at the at the fifty and Josh Allen just absolutely cannons the ball over someone's head yep. I forgot the receiver and then on third down he drops a dime for fifty yards for a touchdown and they win the game so like Josh Allen you know he's not gonna do He's not going to be dropping dimes every play, but like every other play, you'll get a pretty, pretty net positive <laughs> play out of Josh Allen. So yeah, Mike Kosicki had a good game. Um, Kosicki, that's that's good to see. He's been touted as a good, it's uh, a great name, prospect. dude. I love great. that name. Yeah. Um, but I mean, John Brown has also been good. Uh, two games yeah. in a row now that he's got a touchdown and it's because it's because the, the the pecking order the tier system is just so clearly defined stefan yeah. Diggs is the clear one cole beasley is the clear underneath and then you have john brown as a speed thread and it's just so clear yeah when when you have role players you have to give them a clearly defined role and then they'll succeed if the season ended today after two weeks after two whole weeks i think josh allen is second for mvp dude what i disagree yeah. they, I think they he's played third. They I played the third. Jets, dude. They played the Jets and the Dolphins. What is going on? I that's think what he's third, but I, I, that, I see that's that Patriots about. mentality that uh, that Promet has because Patriots <laughs> always play the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay, I feel like we need to wait. We need to wait but and you, see what you've done. You've got to slam on the bad what, teams, and he has slammed on the bad teams. That that's not enough. That's like Dak. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, well, Dak didn't. Dak didn't slam on uh, last week, right? No, the Rams are Rams. bad teams. Oh, Rams. Okay, I'm, okay. If they beat the Rams, I feel like I'll do a kind of ninety degree turn and I'll go towards the Bills. But I like, I like the Bills. I think the Bills. I, yeah. I think I think the Bills are a very good team. I have them and the Patriots very close. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they mm-hmm. win the division. So uh, they're definitely going to be a playoff team, barring injury. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. Speaking of barring, <laughs> barring injury, injury. Yeah. Ouch. Let's go to the let's go to the Niners getting destroyed by the Jets field and themselves. Um, Rohit, Rohit, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Just let me get my my spiel yeah, out. Just go ahead. Uh, the Niners played very well and they took care of business, which is what you want to see, especially after a demoralizing Week One performance. They came out, they blasted the Jets as good teams do. Uh, one interesting thing that I'd like to say about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's performance, it kind of felt like in week one and at the very start of week two, he was super jittery in the pocket, like not really being comfortable. Then he got injured, and I think that kind of maybe cleared his mind and allowed him to not play with fear of injury and also forced him to focus on his footwork. And he didn't have an incompletion until like Kendrick Bourne dropped a perfectly placed time. Like that was one of the, it was a very, very good Jimmy Garoppolo game. Granted, it's against the Jets, but he was like, very calm, you know, had good footwork and was placing, doing exactly what we needed him to do. I think we're like six for seven on third down, which is which is what this team is about. You know, we run, and when the run doesn't work, we need Jimmy Garoppolo to bail us out on third down, and he did that. 
Um, as far as injuries, definitely the Niners getting injured, I think, is the largest story of this week because they fall from being a Super Bowl contender to now being a wild card contender. They are no longer, you know, the cream of the crop, a, d- a deep team in the NFC. They fall back to the others, and as much as that hurts me to say, that's just what that's just what we are now. We're not we're not like a top tier team without Nick Bosa. Uh, so that's a huge change up in the NFC power power place. So that sucks. That that does suck. Your your uh, thing about Jimmy uh, reminded me of Baker on Thursday. Just like did he get hurt? Play. No, no, he not, not not before he got hurt. I'm, I'm saying uh, like the confidence. Yeah, the com- oh, confidence. Yeah. No, look, like Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo had no confidence before he got hurt. Like he was playing like shit, and then he got he got rolled up on, and then he was like, "Oh wait." I've already been injured. Like, what the hell? He clicked a button. And he was like, oh. yeah, Wait, so, was he playing? He was playing through injury? Yeah, he was playing through injury. Yeah, he got hurt in the oh. first quarter. He did, like, four or five drives, and he was, like, visibly limping and, like, hopping and stuff like that. But he, like, got us through. I mean, uh, we kind of needed those drives to, you know, put the game completely away. So he got us to 21-3, and three, and then we just decided to put him on ice. So then, uh, like, he did his job and got the hell out of there, which is what you want to do against a team like the Jets. But um, I'm just looking, especially without Nick Bosa, Jimmy Garoppolo got to come back, uh, preferably by the Eagles game, because I think we can take the Giants, uh, knock on wood. But um, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to definitely step up and carry this team. And this is going to be, uh, what is it? Exactly what all the, not even all the haters, like this is what all the, everyone needs to see this. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. uh, this is his time to shine. And I think he can do it. I think he will do it. Uh, if we have any chance of making the playoffs, he's going to have to do it. So, what's the uh, what's the status on George Kittle? Uh, he's still at a knee sprain. He's still questionable. I don't think he'll play against the Giants. I don't mm-hmm. want him to play against the Giants. Just take everyone yeah, there's out. There's no need to rush them right now. Yeah, and like it's I said, yeah, last especially week, since you're playing the Giants. Yeah, uh, even if we lose against the Giants because we hold everyone out, honestly, I am totally fine if we hold everyone out. Um, just take everyone out. Let us get back home. Let us, you know, get a little bit more healthy and then start clicking. Because I don't think the Eagles are very good right now either. <laughs> yes, do you we'll think talk about that next? Do you think um, any of these injuries had to do with their big playoff push last year? No, like, not at all. Do you think it's because I feel like we see this with some teams after going to the Super Bowl, like the Falcons, like their entire so, defense was disseminated, and like the Eagles as well. Um, I'm not sure about this. So though. I I don't think so. Like I've said before, I think Nick Bosa's was the clearest out of all of them that it was it was because of the weird turf situation. Solomon Thomas doesn't play nearly enough snaps to be tired from last season. He's kind of dog shit. Uh, Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman have been splitting carries since last year, so again, not enough snaps on those ends. Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. got hit low, and if regardless of playing 19 games or not, if you get hit like that, you're going to have a high ankle sprain. So. Uh, no, I do not think that last year's deep run had anything to do with it. Okay. Yeah. So Raheem's out. Tevin Coleman's out for a couple of weeks. It's Jarek McKinnon's backfield now. I, I drafted him in both leagues. I know. I know. I, know. I, know. I, I knew he was going to be good. I didn't know he was going to have this RB1 potential. Yeah. So um, I'm high. I'm high on him. It's it's very ironic that Jordan Reed and Jarek McKinnon are <laughs> the ones who are healthy. <laughs> yeah. So I guess That's they hilarious. sucked all the they sucked all the health and they expelled. Yeah. They're not an exothermic. Vibes, they're not an exothermic reaction. They're an exoinjuric reaction. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's enough of that. Uh, it'll be good though. I think Jarek McKinnon was he was fun to watch on the Vikings when he was healthy last. So. 
it'll be like good three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, he looks I, good. He looks good against the Jets. So, I mean, he had that one fifty something yard run on third and thirty one. So. You you better. Oh yeah, the, that was crazy. That was one on the. That was one of the Jets. That's for sure. That's for sure. Wide open hold. Like on the yeah, first you, play, Raheem Mostert literally hit twenty three miles an hour because he was running in a straight line for eighty yards, <laughs> untouched. Yes. Yeah, so. Jets suck. What's new? The Jets are, yeah. Poor, poor Sam Darnold. He actually looked pretty good, if we're yeah, going to stay he, on he this looked, topic. Looked actually forward. thought he did all right. Uh, he just had nothing. Like, yeah. like no receivers at all. Braxton Barrios. Chris Braxton Hogan. Barrios. Yeah, Chris Hogan. All right. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Rams and the Eagles. Uh, this was another good showing from the Rams. Uh, or was it just a terrible showing from Carson Wentz? That would make two now. I think a combination of both. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders had a good game. Uh, Daryl Henderson had a good game in garbage time for the Rams. Uh, and Tyler Higby came out with three touchdowns. Yeah. That's quite a game. But, I mean, Carson Wentz has been playing horribly. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were in it. Like, Cooper Cup fumbled uh, punt return. and they like were 21 to 16, right? And yeah. They had the they, ball. They in got the red it. Zone. Yeah, in the red zone. And Carson just threw an air and throw, got picked. So Spots as of right them. now, out of all my preseason takes, I think I've met like a 90% hit rate. My 10% <laughs> miss rate is Carson Wentz. I've been super high on Carson Wentz. He has not looked good. Um, I'm I'm kind of bummed because I, like, I really like watching him play. But uh, the things that I've seen, the things that I've been reading is that he's trying to play hero ball and it works when the rest of the team is not healthy. But when the rest of the team is you know pretty healthy, you have Jalen Rager, you have Deshaun Jackson, you have weapons. We don't need hero ball. We don't need the big play all the time. Just get the six yard out. Get the check down. Uh, I think he's been conditioned to play hero ball for so long because of the injuries that he can no longer play quarterback. Yeah, I mean, we kind of like last week against the Redskins, we were saying, "Oh, the offensive line is injured." Washington. So they gave up. They gave. Sorry, (laughs) the Washington football team. Uh, We talked about you know they gave up eight sacks, but I honestly felt like he was keeping the ball for a really long time in the pocket, and he was making some errant throws. Like he got picked off on two really bad throws. Um, this this week, uh, I think everyone was healthy. Like the offensive line did a really good job against Aaron Donald. I was honestly expecting Aaron to like feast, but the line did a good job. The running backs played well. No sacks so, for the Rams. So, yeah. So you're so. saying it's it's just mainly Carson Wentz's fault. He's I not think he's the just, right decision. Yeah, he's just having. I think it's just a off week. I think I said this last week, week too. I think I said this last week too. <laughs> but um, I think I mean next week they're playing Cincinnati, so I think he'll get back into. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, like, ever since his injury back in, what what is that now, 2017, he hasn't looked like the same Carson Wentz we've seen, whether that be, like, he's scared of being injured or, like, he, he now he's now taking a little bit more time to process everything. Like, something is I not... I thought he looked really no. good at the end of last season, but that yeah. was when he was playing Hero Ball, which I think we can all admit okay. he's very good at. But, like I said, uh, Hero Ball will only take you so far in this league. So. Right, right, yeah. So, okay, like... I'm just curious, why is it, like, okay, so you mean by hero ball, like, he's taking a lot of time to that look at, like, ball. deep stuff, right? That is So, ball. like, yeah, so, like, why is that not working now with the, like, decent offensive line? Because like, they don't, they don't need it. They have their, they have their full, you know, uh, in, wide receiver core healthy. They're not just throwing to Greg Ward. So, when you're doing that with a healthy wide receiving core, like, it, it, it magnifies the difference. Like, he could just take a five-yard open check down or something like that because it exists, in the past, that wasn't even there. Does that make sense? That, that's just my that's my. Okay, take. okay. So like so, like now. the throws he's made, he was making last year. Like, I don't know why. Okay, I mean, I think 
I th- okay, I think what happened last year was his receivers were so banged up and like everyone was just injured that he kind of had to like make easy passes for his receivers and kind of play really simple for his team to do well and that worked for a bit. Yeah. And I think his role. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I think when people got healthy, he kind of tried to like cross his stuff, get, you know, big plays down the field and they kind of bit him in the ankle. In the ankle. (laughs) I don't know. Pick whatever pick whatever you want. (laughs) Uh, Jared Goff played well today. Or in that game. He had three touchdowns, two sixty seven. Um I think I mean all three touchdowns went to Higby, but I think Woods is prime for a big year. Uh, wasn't so good this game, but I think we saw more of it last week. Uh, and Cooper Cup came out. And he changed his more. number. I had no idea. Yeah, he's ten now, isn't he? He doesn't yeah, it doesn't oh, fit really? him, dude. Doesn't fit him at all. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's an eighteen guy. Yeah, I mean, for... I mean, speaking of Rowett's predictions, uh, here's one that he definitely hit hit on. Um, John McVay. Don't don't ever doubt the offensive genius. Yes, of John McVay. Yeah, he finds a way to make it work, no matter who's running the ball. Yeah. yeah, he's just a good player. Henderson. Like, he's consistent, you know, like the genius and like innovation and stuff like that. That's not just something that comes once once a year. Like those guys, they have a recipe for consistent success. And yeah. if you give him an off season, like you know, he kind of got snuck up on last off season. Maybe he was expecting his team to be as good as he was during the Super Bowl, but like now he knew what he was dealing with. He knew, okay, I got to deal with some tight ends. They no longer have Brandon Cooks. I got to help Jared Goff with this offensive line. Of course, he's going to come out with a decent offensive plan, and now they look good again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think last year there was a lot of underlying factors that went into their season. I mean, like injured offensive line, Todd Gurley's, you know, issues staying healthy, and I think uh, another thing was the way the Patriots played them in the Super Bowl. I think that kind of carried on to the year after that. Like teams yeah. were playing them the same way. And he didn't adjust. That's yeah, he problem. wasn't able to adjust. Um I think this offseason he kinda took it to uh, like he took it serious like a lot more seriously. And I think importantly the most important thing is he makes it really simple for Jared Goff. Like exactly. their offense yeah. isn't act, like super complex. It's really simple when you look at the plays. Like it's just simple and efficient way of getting down the field with the sweeps, the fake sweeps and the outside zones. All right, so before we move on, real quick, I just want your opinion on this. Who would you rather have for the rest of the season, Carson Wentz or Dak? Well, who's you? Is that me? All, everyone. All, all three of you. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> just no, no explanation. Just Carson Wentz or Dak. Dak for the rest of the season? I'm going Dak. No, I can't, I can't, I can't go Dak, dude. It's, no, this is too much, dude. You can't? I can't swing that much. Oh, my God. I got to go with Carson. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I hate to say it, I'm gonna go Dak just Dak, right now yeah. because we're just we're, if we're just looking at these two games, these are the only two sample size you've given me. It yeah. has to be Dak. Carson Wentz looked like shit. Dak looks pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, but they both play the same team, right? They play the Rams, and Dak looked way better than Carson Wentz did. So I'm gonna go Dak. Uh, I do think Carson Wentz can pick it up, but just based off of this sample size, Dak. Okay, I also go Dak. All right, let's move on to the Broncos and Steelers. Um, this game was. Uh, a win by the Steelers. The Broncos tried to make a comeback, but Drew Locke got hurt. Uh, Jeff Driscoll came in and actually played he very well. He made a furious comeback yeah. in the second half. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't enough. Uh, James Conner had a good game. Melvin Gordon as well had a solid game. Uh, Deontay Johnson has now had... Um, well, actually, no, never mind. Not a, not a good game last week, but this week he had a very good game. Yeah. Um, I think the more telling story is that he's getting like He's getting a bunch um, significant of target. target share. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. he's at like 33 or something, which, yeah, is, tw- which puts him in the elite uh, receiver category. So 
So um, look for him to do more work going forward. Yeah. And no offense is looking like the real deal. I thought you were about Portland. to say no offense. <laughs> no offense. Uh, that's no. crazy. No offense has had two good games now. Um, <laughs> no offense. No offense. Uh, I don't know. I don't see much hope for this Denver team. I don't think Jeff yeah, Driscoll they're done. Play they're this done. Well. But the AFC West tight ends, though, we got Noah Fant, we got Travis Kelsey, we got Darren Waller, and Hunter Henry. This is That's the best true. best division for tight ends by for far. Tight ends. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Good point. Like, just with another point that I'd like to bring up, I just find it laughable that the Steelers are in the top five of power rankings for, like, the Sports Illustrated and, like, ESPN and, and like, The Ringer. Like, come on, dude. The Steelers, they, they play the, the Broncos and the Giants, and they were close to losing to the Broncos with Jeff Driscoll. Don't crown them just yet. Their defense is good, but, like, don't they're not top five team right so, now. So I, I'm more curious about who, like, what teams are the, are they putting the Steelers over? Okay, bro, um, do you tell me your top five then? Uh, off the top of my head, sheesh. Yeah. Uh, let's go Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, Seahawks, Packers, Pats. See, that's where it gets kind of close. Where I think the are picking hairs. Yeah, I uh, I'd, about the, uh, I'd put the. Uh, why not put the Cardinals there? Why not okay, put the Cardinals up there? Okay, like, so really good. When it comes yeah. to this power rankings, I think it's kind of a prediction of how they're going to finish at the end of the season, right? Based sure. on what we've seen so yeah, far. Yeah. So okay, when it comes to the playoffs, I think the Steelers are more. Well-rounded to win games with their experience as well as the defense. The right? I don't know defense. about their offense. I, I think their defense is gangster, but yeah, I, I don't like what I've seen out of Big Ben so far. So. Really? Wait. Okay. I thought he played really well. Like, like okay, like not enough for like a deep playoff run. No. Okay, dude. Their what? offense is like it's so it's a, actually it's different than what it was with AB. Like Big Ben spreads the ball like pretty well these past. I mean, obviously it's the Broncos and. The Giants, but he spread the ball really well with Juju Vicious, Deontay. Vicious. Right now, do you think the Raiders or the Steelers are better? Uh, if I had to be like unbiased, I would say Steelers. <laughs> I really do think that the the Raiders are playing very well. They played two good yeah. games. Okay, wait, they're... hold on. Uh, I I love the Raiders more than anyone, but that might be stretching it. Raiders over the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers haven't done anything. The Raiders beat the Saints. The, the, no, the but they have their the Broncos dude, and the okay, If you look at their resume, they have their their defense played so well last year, and they went finished eight and eight with the, such a terrible offense. Like their offense looks good now. Like you have to put them. Okay, if I had to put them realistically, I would say like they're not seventh. winning the division. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, so they're in a walk. So they're they're going up against like the Bills. The no, I mean, the okay, I like, like I actually I actually picked them to win the division. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, the day. But I think okay, I think to be fair, they should be around the six, seven, eight range. Um, I think five could be like a little bit too high for two weeks. Um, but I I think they could be a top tier team. Like, not at all. In, but whatever. I think I feel like we just see more from them. I mean, but, they're playing I mean, the Texans next week, so that better be a win. That should be. I think that's gonna be a win. Like, yeah. This, this okay. Steeler, dude, this Steeler defense is so gangster. Like, yeah. they get to. The I want to say maybe, uh, maybe the Steelers don't are aren't necessarily like your top tier teams like the Ravens and the Chiefs in that they're gonna blow out teams because I don't I don't think Big Ben is gonna blow out anyone but, mm-hmm. um, I think they have the tools to hang in every game and maybe the veteran presence of Ben Roethlisberger and. Um, that that great defense that that might be enough to like eke out a like yeah. a lot of close wins. So I, I can kind of see the reasoning in that aspect. 
Um, yeah. yeah, I think the main reason why I didn't think they were as good of a team was just because like they don't have a super dominant offense. But you know, maybe you have maybe a dominant they don't need that. Defense. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the Niners do. The last year, the dominant defense and the offense was. And yeah, I think okay. Yeah, so the okay, Ryan, Niners had Niners, such a good run game. Probably. The Niners' offense last year was number two in the league. Just gonna put that up there. Okay, in, but in terms of like, so but like in terms of like putting up points, I think they're like they're not like super, like they're not gonna put up like forty points every game. But I think these two offenses are obviously. I think the Niners would be better because their run game was just unstoppable. The Niners or the Steelers now? Like compare, I'm comparing their offenses. Um, but like th- I think the defense is like kind of the thing that puts them up there, and their offense is good enough to cl- win out like close games. So I can understand why they're putting them this high. Okay, that's fair enough. Let's move on to the Panthers and the Bucks. Uh, Brady got his first win on the Buccaneers. They won it thirty-one to seventeen. C Mac had a good game before he got hurt. Uh, Fournette had a good game. Mike Evans had a good game. DJ Moore had a good game. Um, I think the, I think the, the Panthers are a terrible team and it's only gotten worse now because the McCaffrey injury. Um, but I think Brady looked much better this week. He had a good connection with Mike Evans. Um, and that might be also because Godwin didn't play this week. So that might be the main reason why. Evans oh, what happened? Concussion. Uh, concussion. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of the uh, receivers on this team, there are two drop touchdowns, um, one by Scotty Miller, and then one by uh, someone called Cyril Grayson. Uh, I yeah, think I if, mean, of course he dropped a touchdown, right? <laughs> I think if uh, I think if those other receivers can, well, you don't really need it. Once Godwin comes back, I think this team, like Andy predicted, towards the end of the season, is going to get very scary. Yeah, because the defense is good, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, yeah, that Leonard is legit. Yeah. And um, I mean, Leonard Fournette looked really good too. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Ronald Jones didn't look terrible either. I think both the running backs looked alright. Yeah, no, that looks like it's a it's a good duo. Like I yeah. think Lashawn McCoy dropped a wide open touchdown as well. Yes, okay, Lashawn is yes. kind of just ring. He's ring chasing at this point, but um, those two look good though. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, I don't want to take too much time, but I actually I think there was like an interview with Bruce Arians, and they were asking about. Um, why Rob Gronkowski isn't touching the ball. And he was basically like, he's, like, he's not going to touch the ball. Like, we just, that's what we have receivers for. <laughs> so I'm just curious what your take I, on that I, is. I mean, I agree. I feel like there's no need to force it to Gronk when you have other really good mm-hmm. options. And Gronk is an excellent blocker. And that's what he was for the Pats this last season. Um, yeah. So I, that's kind of what I, that's also what Roeth was saying. Um, we kind of predicted him to be more of a blocker than a receiver. So yeah, it's just like the question comes in because they're paying him nine million dollars, and yeah, I don't know if he funny. came in just to like like I don't know what nine million dollars just to block every single game. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they like what his what his motive was to come back and play so he can what, get a ring with Brady. Okay, yeah. So if that's the case, then it's not really an issue. I think he's just there to win. Yeah. So winning is most important to him. So I think that's fine. Yeah. OJ Howard has been the better tight end. So true. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Washington football team and the Cardinals. Cardinals had another strong game. They won 30-15. to 15. Kyler has been very good. I'm going to give um, you guys a Charles Barkley guarantee right now. I guarantee oh no. the MVP of the league will be a quarterback from the NFC West. Russell Wilson or Kyler? Okay. You, you mean Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy, Jimmy, you mean Jared Goff? Jared Goff. I don't know. It's going to be one of those four guys. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Okay. 
You need like the little funny sound that they play on on the halftime show too. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fine. I mean, I feel like statistically it's not that likely, but it's a good bet. Like Kyler. And I mean, who like, else right now? Right? Like, yeah. Right I mean, now, I think only like, Josh Allen. Okay, and Lamar, Lamar, and Patrick Mahomes. Lamar's not going to go back to back. No, but like obviously he's not going to go back to back, but he still have to put him in the conversation. Like, I mean, I, the one person I, I would put Mahomes in the conversation just because Lamar sure, got in the yeah. conversation last year by taking everyone by surprise. Now mm-hmm. we know, but like, Mo, I feel like Mahomes still has another level right. that he can also, go to. Yeah, also Rogers. There's also him. Yeah, if Rogers so, can continue. I mean, yeah, but no, I think Kyler, Kyler, and Russell so, doing well. Do you know? Yeah, this MVP thing is just like, it's not really that big of a deal. Like, I think yeah. winning is more important, so it's not that big of an issue. But yeah, Kyler and Russell. They, they, come, they come hand in hand. If they, whichever team, I, I think these two teams are going to be competing for the division title now, especially with the Niners kind of smacked. <laughs> that is so, that is sad to hear you admit that. No, dude. yeah, I, I think, yeah, these guys, they, they're all so healthy, dude. The yeah. entire NFC West <laughs> is like in pristine shape. And the Niners Super are just eating, and eating these injuries. So like these guys are healthy. They're going to get these wins. They, they look really good. So uh, the NFC West is going to be a bloodbath. I really, really, really hope all four teams can get into the playoffs. I just think that would be awesome. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Uh, weekly reminder that DeAndre Hopkins is a good receiver. He's just. Uh, I just want Terry to hear McCorn you admit it, dude. I just want dude, to hear I you told admit you, it. I told you, week four, if he's still doing as good as he's doing right Why now. Why week four? Because that's. What a, did you ever say good, week four? I said that week one. Week three, he's playing Detroit. Pretty mm-hmm. bad defense. Devontae was playing Detroit as well. Week four, but, yeah. playing Carolina. Horrible defense. Week um, five, they're playing the Jets. Horrible defense. Okay, yeah. Wait, let me see his schedule. Week oh. seven, they're playing Seattle. <laughs> horrible defense. Week nine, they're playing Miami. Like They actually have pretty man. decent secondary, but like, yeah. That's true, yeah. But I don't know. He's good, man. Yeah. He's good. Dude, this guy has, what, 25 targets? 22. In his... Yeah, t- 22 receptions. Actually, he actually had yeah, a wide-open reception. drop. I saw him just drop a slant against the, the football team. It was insane. But, like, yeah, 22 catches in two games, most ever on a new team or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it's safe to say he's a, a top 10 receiver. He's wide receiver, too. On the okay, you also have to understand why I put him where I put him. It wasn't because I, I didn't I think he was I still don't understand. The concept was that it's just I'd rather have someone safe than someone who's a risk. Because he like oh, okay, say okay. what you want. He's a risk at where yeah, you're safe, safe, safe like Allen Robinson, right? <laughs> no, like safe like safe uh, Kenny Galladay. Okay, okay, <laughs> safe that's like Christian injury. McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. That's okay. That's injuries. So, but like the thought process was he's on a new team. I don't want to risk it. I'd rather have someone safe. So, okay. uh, like Stephon Diggs, right? Yeah, he's no, looked good. They no, both look good. I, I was the one that put Stephon Diggs in the top ten. Not Aishas. Anyway, it's let's yeah, let's, let's let's move on. Let's move on to the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, Chiefs won this in a nail biter, twenty three to twenty. Also surprisingly close. Uh, this was a very good game. Uh, Justin Herbert came in instead of Tyrod Taylor, so his first start and he looked awesome. Yeah, uh, way better than I thought. I I was super low on Herbert before the season, so this is very. What was the scouting report of Herbert coming out of college? Yeah, uh, Mitch Trubisky with a stronger arm. Yeah, yeah. that was the very thing, inconsistent. So. He looked really good. I mean, um, I think okay. The thing it. is, though, like um, Tyra Taylor, like, kind of was out like right before the game started. Like, they found out right then, 
So, he also, yeah, Herbert didn't win the starting job either. Like uh, Anthony Lynn said, yeah, Tyra Taylor's our starter, even after. Dude, oh my so, god, know. dude! He, he put As an Austin Eckler owner, that physically hurts me. That hurts. Man. And no, but like the weird thing was like Anthony Lynn put him down after the game too. He was like, he's a backup for a reason. We didn't win that game for a reason. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor is still our dude, starter. That was, okay, like, wait, 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 entirely so, Anthony Lynn's fault. Okay, so okay for Justin Herbert, uh, the Chiefs were playing. They're planning to play Tyrod, so I think. It's yeah, kind definitely of caught him by surprise. Sure, yeah, so sure. kind of The other thing is you can't like it's a press conference. Like you can't just go and say, yeah, like Tyrod's not going to play. No, no. So I understand that. I understand right? that. You can, you can, you can still support Tyrod, but I found it funny how he like whose confidence should you be focused on the the ten year yeah. vet or the rookie? He, he went he out of his down. way to like drag him down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think and, I see I see that a lot with like all people who like have that rookie quarterback ready to start like. They like even when Tyrod was on the Browns, like um, Hugh Jackson was like, "No, like Baker's not going to play. He's not going to play. He's not going to play." And then eventually, like they had no choice. Like yeah. Tyrod gets. Out I do. Then... I I would like to point out that Justin Herbert did not hold Mahomes to twenty three points. The the Chargers yeah. defense yeah. is yeah. legit. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I, I I'm just even glad with there's, there's Derwin James. Man. I'm just glad there's a Bosa left in the league because I saw him sacking Mahomes. I was like, oh, that's my ninety seven. That's my Bosa. <laughs> That's the first time um, in his career Bosa ever sacked Mahomes. So really happy for him. Yeah. 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 Uh, Very surprising. I think, I think Nick got him in the Super Bowl one time. So there you go. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mahomes looked meh. I don't, he looked good, obviously like he's Mahomes, but he didn't look crazy. Yeah. Um, they found their weakness having a good pass rush. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think this no, shows that a like, Bosa brother, not, not having good. Not having Bosa brother. Um, yeah. I think the chiefs, Okay, the thing is, like, the Chiefs didn't look as good, and the Chargers played out of their minds that game. But at the same time, one play and they're back in the game. And yeah, that's Mahomes just what the Chiefs are. That's so, what like, the Chiefs yeah. are, man. I mean, that's why yeah. they're the best team in the league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we move on, real quick, I want to say Harrison Butker is a god, dude. <laughs> He's ridiculous. Oh, you don't need to tell me, bro. Yeah. He literally Three straight fifty plus field goals. In, in that, well, I mean, he hit one. Um, he literally hit four 50-plus field goals in this Three. game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, four? Yeah. Well, it, well, it, it was he, it was two that counted, and yeah. then he hit one before getting iced and one before a penalty. So he hit four yeah. in that game. Stupid, dude. He's yeah. a monster. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Ravens and the Texans. Um, not much to really say about this one. The Ravens won this game pretty handily, 33-16. to 16. Uh, The Texans look bad. They're not in the same class as the rest of the top tier of AFC, and it's clear. Poor Deshaun. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty sad because Lamar didn't even look that great this game. He actually had a one of the worst fantasy performances he's ever put out. I think he only got like seventeen. Yeah, seventeen points. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Like, legit. <laughs> yeah. Le- it was poor. I mean, yeah, like you're you're expecting him to do more as the reigning MVP. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Deshaun. It's so sad. He really, really, really needs. Hopkins he needs back. to get out of he here. Needs, he needs Our, a top 10 wide receiver. Where or where can you where, find where him? Where could you get that? <laughs> maybe, maybe he can go to Ellen Robinson. Or can you go? <laughs> we're going to be we're gonna be making this joke every week, I feel. Yes, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to write them down <laughs> as I come up with them. Yeah. All right, let's move on to a, a much more fun game. The Pats and the Seahawks. What a game. Seattle won this one 35-30. But Cam Newton, I'm so happy, dude. He looks so good. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously, he had five touchdowns. He is the MVP so far. Um, three words, three words. Let Russ cook. 
Yes, finally, the, Pete Carroll, um, that offense, I don't know who their offense coordinator is. Schottenheimer, Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah. Brian Schottenheimer realized, is finally calling Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why on. not let, let the uh, Hall of Fame quarterback dictate your offense? Why, I don't know if he's why, why let Chris Carson dictate your offense for the first three quarters, only to let him, only to let Russ loose in the fourth? You can get so many more easier wins. It's it's so nice, dude. And he was spreading the ball out. He threw a touchdown to five different guys. Like, it's. I feel like every Seahawks game is like must watch TV now. It's just so fun to watch Russell Wilson yeah. when he's actually cooking. Yeah, the Seahawks are. Really good, man. Yeah. Let's not forget this was against the Patriots defense. Yeah, yeah. against the Pats yeah. defense, dude. And he threw a pick six that was totally not his fault. Yeah. Um, but it was great to see a pick six. That was nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, those throws, even like, like the touchdown of DK straight, there's nothing to do, dude. Yeah. I, I wanna, he's the real deal, man. I, I want to dispel this notion that DK Metcalf owned Gilmore. Uh-huh. Um, he had two catches on Gilmore. Uh, one of them was that touchdown, which was perfectly played by Gilmore, but even more perfectly played by no Russell dude. Wilson. Yeah, he like he got his hand in, in there, there dude. and he still no. Dude, and if, okay, like if you look at the trajectory of that ball, like there was no other way that was going in. He literally that ball like was off the screen for nine. Like he seconds. sent it. Yeah, he sent it yeah. into the air, and it came down at like a like like you know like a one eighty thirty two point four three degree angle. <laughs> Russell Wilson just types in y equals negative x squared, dude, and he just it just comes out. <laughs> The ringer yeah. actually wrote that in their in their breakdown of this game it was hilarious, <laughs> and uh, that's beautiful. And and the second the second catch on uh, Gilmore was like some corner that went for like ten yards or something, which is fine. Uh, I think Gilmore is getting kind of slammed, saying Metcalf beat him. I, I'm I'm gonna support my man, my defensive player of the year. He played very and that's well. It's like almost the worst kind of matchup for Gilmore, who's a smaller corner. Smaller. He's a dominant. physical dude. Yeah. It's uh, but I mean, Metcalf is a god. Edelman is a god. He had his career high in yards this game, which was nice to see. I have a question for really, you. Really, that's his career high. That's a career high. One seventy nine. Wow. One seventy nine. One seventy nine yards. Yeah. Like yards, like three feet. Yes. <laughs> yes, like three feet. No, <laughs> <are> like touchdowns. <laughs> What's your question, Rohit? Would you rather pay Philip Rivers $25 million or Cam <laughs> Newton $1 million? Would you rather pay... Let me Google Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is making uh, 20, $63 million over three years, which comes out to 21. Like, can you... Like, the, the, the Panthers moved away from Cam for this. The, Col- yeah. the Colts picked up Philip Rivers for 25. I mean, like, mm. on even the, the... I mean, the Bucks obviously got Brady too, but, like, dude... Cam Newton for one million. The cog keeps uh, getting replaced, and the the wheel keeps turning, dude. Yeah, no, I mean we talked about this. Like the Patriots, they like with Cam, like they straight up tailored the offense right into his strengths, and it yeah. just worked so perfectly. Dude, with you him. know, you know how many players are making more than Cam Newton right now? Mohamed Sanu is making more than Cam <laughs> Newton, dude. Like, oh, what God. the hell? All you these they, players. You think they're gonna restructure his contract by like midseason? He cannot. He's on a one-year deal. Why would the Patriots agree? No, like I feel like he might, he, might, 
Okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like they kind of... Okay, yeah. They don't know him shit. Are you kidding me? They took this gamble. <laughs> yeah, they just like... They're so it. happy right now. Are you I kidding love me? The, I love the, the, the goal line package for the Pats now. It's literally just... <laughs> Dude, give oh it to Cam with shotgun and let him run it. But if you don't want to run it, then just let him float it over to a tight end. That was such a wet play. He took like a the step. Moment he, the moment he threw it to the tight end, I was like, dude, it's 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 over for the league. Like it's <laughs> over. This play is unstoppable. And then they stopped it at the end of the game. But like <laughs> they oh. guessed right on that. That was more of a uh, yeah. Seahawks played well, more, less so uh, mm-hmm. Cam or the, yeah. the it was a wrong call or whatever. No, honestly, I think it was the like perfect play call. Yeah. Like it's they worked. were it definitely not expecting before, a run so. up the middle with three seconds left. Like yeah. They was sent everyone, so great. They were not expecting the the same play that they ran at the one yard line for three three times in a row. (laughs) They worked three times in a row, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, Cam Newton is playing better than his twenty fifteen MVP campaign. Um, just quick Google search. He's he has a higher completion percentage, more passing yards per game, more yards per pass attempt, and more total touchdowns. I mean, yeah, Um, it is great too, but yeah, but like, wow, yeah, but like, yeah, like. I don't know why more teams with a mediocre quarterbacks. Like I know a lot of executives are like, "Why did I not get Cam Newton?" Who, for who let Bill Belichick dollars? get Cam Newton, dude? That's Nick, the thing. Nick Foles is making like what twenty one right now. As <laughs> uh, no, I think they restructured it. I feel like they restructured. Oh yeah, maybe. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just that's what he was making for the Jaguars. So I don't know. Yeah. So before we move on, I just want to point out Nikhil Harry had eight catches on twelve targets, seventy-two yeah, and, yards. And Nikhil so, Harry looked good. He, he got good. smacked too. I know. I just, yeah. I really wish he can break a tackle. Well, the moment he breaks tackles, he's going to be like a really good wide receiver in this league. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on to the final game. Uh, Monday night, we got Saints Raiders upset of the week to me. Uh, the Raiders won this thirty-four to twenty-four, and. Darren Waller is a man. Darren Waller is a man playing against boys, dude. Yeah, he sir. looks really good. Darren Waller is catches. very good. Let's let the Raiders fans like me. go ahead, talk your shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, Andy, you can go ahead. I mean, oh, now you're gonna be timid. What do you mean? <laughs> do you not want to do it? Do it if you don't want me to. Like, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, no, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Okay, okay so <laughs> this this is exactly the script that the that the Raiders want: dominate the time of possession, pound the ball with um. With uh, Josh Jacobs and you let Derek the Carr Lord do and Savior's name, dude. Josh Jacobs is my man. <laughs> and and let Derek Carr just do just enough to to win you the game. Um, I, like, dude, the the Raiders just physically beat beat down the Saints. Um, yeah. Saints have a really good defense too. I know, like a yeah, very exactly. good defense. Shout out to yes. Mario Davis. <laughs> yeah. Mario Davis uh, d- didn't do much this game for sure. No, I mean, he was the only guy who was stopping Waller. I think. I think yeah, like, he was actually yeah, playing really true. well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, the Raiders—they uh, ran all over the that vaunted Saints defense. Um, and I will say their their defense looked pretty good, or the Raiders' defense looked looked pretty good. I think that's Brees. more of a function of Drew Brees playing like ass and not having Michael Thomas than the Raiders having a good defense. Yeah, simply really because, simply because the 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 Raiders played the Panthers last week, and you know it was Week One, but like. The Panthers are clearly a worse offense than the Saints on their good days. So maybe maybe the Saints suck on offense. That might be that might be something to keep track of. That'd be awesome for for me as an <laughs> NFC fan. I just get the Saints out of the picture completely cuz I'm just looking at wild card teams right now. Uh, it's probably going to be one team out of the NFC South. Uh, like either the Saints or the Bucks are going to be a wild card team. I don't think the NFC North is going to have a wild card team. NFC East doubted. 
it looks like it's coming out of the NFC West and the NFC South. So if the Saints can just remove themselves from the equation by playing like shit, that'd be awesome. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You have to understand this rate, like what this Raiders defense used to be last year, and they have two start. Their two starting cornerbacks are rook, like Trey, like second year Trayvon Mullen and rookie Damon Arnett. So for that like lineup on paper, like to do this, it's pretty impressive. Jonathan Abram was making the impact all over the field too. I'm very glad that he didn't get hurt. Um, yeah, that was scary. Was he was down for a while, dude. dude. Those those camera cards cannot be so go. close to the field. No, I was really so mad about that, dude. How can you put that so close to the do field? Guys, like, that's such do you guys remember? Do you guys remember the opener last year between the Raiders and the Broncos? The exact same thing happened with Jonathan Abram. Really? Like, the really? Straight up, like I don't know if it actually might not be Jonathan Abram. It might be someone else. But it was a Raiders safety. He was chasing down someone on the Broncos and he hit the camera card last year. Jeez. I mean, same thing with the NBA, right? They're trying to get the the camera guys off the baseline. Yeah, yeah, no, like people get injured there too. Like yeah. um, LeBron. LeBron, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In terms of the Raiders, um, just some negatives. Um, I think like when I was watching them play, the offense looked great, and they were getting they were really efficient. You know, moving down the field. I was just thinking, like, if this team had a quarterback that was more aggressive in throwing down the field, like what this offense could do. Yeah, he looks pretty timid. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I feel like he was really timid, and even when he was, like he threw a deep ball like two or three times, it looked like he was so afraid of getting picked off that he would just throw it as far as possible so that, you know, the defender can get it. And then at that point, the receiver can't get it either. Like, I see a decent strat with uh, Henry Ruggs. Just yeah, I know, but like even he's overthrowing Ruggs, like at that point, like, because Ruggs is open, like on some of these plays. Some, one play he was wide open. Oh, but, yeah, I remember that. The, the like, third one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's open, like, with that speed, he's like usually open when he runs like just on one-on-one coverage against average defenders. And if Derek Carr can just like have some confidence when he throws those balls, like it would be huge. Especially next week, they're playing the um, Patriots, and you know the Patriots are gonna game script against Darren Waller. I think Ruggs is gonna be no. maybe a possible X factor if they can use him well. I, I think uh, Brian Edwards. Uh, I think he he should be. I'll look at it a little bit more. Um, you know, yeah. being my fourteenth round and pick, fourteenth round pick and all. You know, um, I, I'm I'm expecting him to do well. But like, he was actually the second leading receiver for the um, for the Raiders on on Monday Night Football. Yeah. So uh, he had some pretty good snags. It's just uh, the I, I think Darren Waller had like sixteen targets or something. Yeah, sixteen targets. Um, so yeah, yeah. Derek yeah Derek Carr loves throwing his, to his tight ends, but uh, he's going to need to spread it out. To the wide receivers more if um, if you want more diversity in this offense. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we before we wrap this up real quick, Alvin Kamara had a beautiful game. It was like vintage yes, Kamara. That was just so fun to watch. And I think a lot of that Kamara. came because Drew Brees just could not throw the ball far, and he would just dump yeah. it off to Kamara. His arm strength is certainly lacking. I think he's had one completion of twenty plus yards in the past like eight games or something. Yes. Um, so, not not a recipe for success for sure. Yeah, I mean, when MT was there, I felt like I didn't think MT was that big of a asset for Drewbies. Like I thought Drewbies was still good, even if he was on his own. But yeah, like after too. watching last week, I mean, yeah, that's hard, dude. He looked bad. Like he simply, I don't think he tried to throw a ball past twenty yards. Like he just didn't attempt it. Like he was so, um, like he just wasn't confident throwing to his receivers down the field. And I think MT is that guy that he really needs to throw balls consistently, like across the middle of the field, like in you know in third down scenarios so either the saints need to like find a way to get better plays or get the receivers in better spots for drew to throw it or pray that mt comes back MT comes back quickly they might rush him back which would might be a mistake no i mean i think that's a mistake they kind of say like he needs to be there for the playoffs so 
Yeah. And we actually brought this up last, I think a couple podcasts, Andy brought this up about how like Emmanuel Sanders should make this team better with MT, you know, being double teamed and everything in the playoffs. Like that should open up for him and help the offense. But like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, MT that's not looking there. good now. It if he doesn't not, trust his other receivers, it yeah, it's just not really like, em- like Emmanuel didn't, you know, touch the ball. I think, but you know, hopefully they can do better. Uh, yeah, let's move on to yeah. Um, so real quick, we can just mention the some really cool games we're looking forward to next week. Uh, we got the Chiefs and Ravens. That's probably going to be the game of the year. Uh, super hyped for that. Uh, we got the Packers and the Saints. We'll see if the Saints can bounce back without Michael Thomas. See if Aaron Rodgers can continue that success. Uh, Cowboys and Seahawks is going to be a huge high-scoring game. Bad uh, defenses, but great offenses. So that'll Big be for fun the to playoff watch. picture as well. Yeah, yeah. Both both those games you kind of mentioned the Packers, Saints, and Cowboys. Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, Raiders and Patriots because that's my team versus Andy and Ro- uh, Ishis's team. <laughs> that was yeah, uh, interesting. It's also important games for yeah, those teams as well because. They're looking to like edge themselves in the playoffs, so yeah, it's very wild card contention. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Do we so, make our right, game? Oh, yeah. Sorry, go, Andy. Yeah, I want to see if our our defense is actually legit. I think the Patriots are, present a more formidable challenge actually than the uh, Saints, just based on um, the Saints personnel from this past week. So I'm very interested to see how our defense holds up. If the Raiders can beat the Saints and the Pats back to back, that'll be something. <laughs> dude, well, coming, coming like, out was, of the first three games, three and zero, dude. That'd be that's nice. beyond my wildest dreams. <laughs> no, I was looking at the schedule before, and I was like, dude, this is tough. Like, yeah, even yeah. even as a fan, like, I don't know if they're gonna win this, but dude, this is possible, dude. It's possible. It's possible. Um, yeah. is possible. Do you want to make our? Do you want to make the? Do I want to make our game picks? Game picks? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chiefs Ravens. I got the Chiefs. Chiefs. I got the yeah. Ravens because my man Lamar, dude. Lamar. Lamar. I'll take the Ravens. And I think he can do it now. He's he's in, he's coming into his own now. Yeah. Mm, I'm gonna All go right. Chiefs. Uh, just, Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Packers Saints. I have the Packers. I'm gonna Packers, go against Packers. the grain here and just run Saints, just because I don't think I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers. <gasps> I don't believe in Drew Brees right now. <laughs> uh, Cowboys Seahawks. As much as I hate to say it, Seahawks, Seahawks. by a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this will be. Uh, yeah, I don't think this will be close, but I think it'll be just fun to watch offensively. No, I think it'll be like yeah, no, I think it will be high score. It will be close. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see the Seahawks defense being able to shut down anything. Yeah, so I mean, it should be pretty close. Honestly, my projection is like thirty-five to like twenty-eight. Yeah, some some high yeah, like that. So, sounds about right. And Raiders Pats, I will always take. The <laughs> yeah, uh, I got I got the Pats as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, Cam Newton is like playing really well, so naturally, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Yes, <laughs> Raiders, just win, baby. Just, just win, baby. Just hey, win, now baby. that they're not in the Bay, I don't even have to hate them. So it's it's nice to watch. The Raiders are always, you know, they, they had a nice little core. It's fun to watch them. So now that even Mason, you can root for them. I can root for them. Not not next week though. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that is going to do it for us. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we're gonna come back with some nba content because the nuggets look like they're primed for another 3-1 comeback they just gotta lose next week <laughs> they gotta lose next game and that's it Strategic it's over for the lakers uh but yeah i mean it's gonna we got some content coming out so look forward to that if you want to support the podcast you can check the link in spotify on red circle not red bubble like i was saying before uh but other than that we'll catch you on the next episode see ya